For SiriusXM Radio, I'm Bill Bradley, and this is American Voices. For over 40 years, I've traveled around the country listening to the stories Americans tell about their lives. And so I wanted to create a show where you can hear some of those stories, too. In the next half an hour, you're going to hear stories that are funny, sad, informative, inspiring, and they come from all over the country. This week, forgiving $120 million of medical debt. That donor might give us $15,000, and that might abolish a million dollars of debt for the most poor people. It's all coming up. I'm Bill Bradley, and this is American Voices on Sirius XM Radio. Overwhelmed by medical debt? We've all heard the tragic stories about people who needed medical care, only to later get an enormous bill that they could not pay, a bill that was financially devastating. Today we're talking with Craig Antico, the founder and CEO of RIP Medical Debt, which buys and forgives medical debt. So far, they've forgiven $120 million in debt, and that's helped 60,000 Americans. Craig is here with me now. Welcome to American Voices, Craig. Thank you, Senator Bradley. What a great idea. So how'd you get this idea? My partner, Jerry Ashton, and I were in the collection industry. We're turncoats. When a nonprofit group came up to us and had the idea that they would raise $50,000 and abolish a million dollars of medical debt, we said, we think that's the stupidest thing we've ever heard. First of all, I think there's about 50,000 collectors collecting on medical debt. Is that right? And $100 billion doesn't get collected each year. There are $75 billion of medical debt on people's credit reports right now. And people are one illness away from financial ruin. It's crazy. So what have you learned about how that affects people's lives? Multiple levels, I'm sure. We've gotten over 5,000 letters from people saying, I'm in trouble. Could you help us? I had, there was a lady in St. Louis that was on her deathbed, and she tells her next of kin, I need you to sell this piece of jewelry so that you can pay the hospital for Johnny's surgery 30 years ago. Are you kidding me? So it's on their heads. Right now, we can't help individuals. We buy portfolios in very large piles because we actually go wherever the donor wants us to go. So a person in St. Louis says, I want to help the poorest people in St. Louis with their medical debt. Can you buy medical debt for them? And I'll go into my platform that over the four years that we've been in business, we've put in there $4 billion of medical debt that we have the ability to buy from a hospital or a doctor or even a debt collector that Mm. owns it. And that donor might give us $15,000 and that might abolish a million dollars of debt for the most poor people. How is that? How does $15,000 abolish a million in debt? Because we're able to get a steep discount. I would say. Very big discount. That's the biggest discount I've ever heard of in my life. We use the leverage of the donors, and then that enables us to put leverage on the hospitals to say, hey, take this. You mean a hospital is going to take $100 to knock off 10000 Only when we add it together with 1,000 accounts, 5,000 accounts. They'd never do it if you and I called them up and said, I have this person here and I'd like to pay their bill. They owe $1,000. Would you take $10? No, they wouldn't take $10. They'd right. say, the most we're going to do is cut 50% off this bill. Right. What are you, crazy? But they can come to you and you can aggregate that individual with hundreds of others and say, look, uh, we'll pay you 20%. Exactly. The money to do this comes from donors. Is that right? 70% of our funding comes from individuals like you and me. Average is about $100. 
It doesn't come from foundations, doesn't come from corporations, comes from people. Some people even give a dollar because they know it's going to abolish a hundred dollars. But we do get big donors. I mean, I had a donor that gave us $150,000 and he said, I want to help women, children, and veterans. So we had women, children, and veterans we abolished for them. So how do people qualify? I mean, you know, veterans, okay, but there's a whole range of veterans and women and children. We follow what hospitals do, first of all. Hospitals usually have a financial assistance program that says if you come into the hospital and you make less than two times the poverty level, we're not going to charge you for care. It's called charity care, and it's part of their fabric. So what we do is we add data to each account that we can buy. We find out what their income is. We find out what their assets and liabilities are. So are they, are they, is their net worth a negative net worth? Right. Are they insolvent? And we also find out how much debt and medical debt is on their credit reports. We add that up. If the amount is 5% of their income or more, they qualify. So uh. you could make a good amount of income but have a tremendous amount of medical debt, you qualify. If you're underwater... Your assets now are worth less than your liabilities. You qualify. So medical debt in excess of 5% of your Of your income. gross income. Mm-hmm. So you forgive the debt. How have recipients responded? I mean, it's a little bit like Santa Claus coming, oh right? Oh, my God. I get emails. Thank you so much for this. I, I just read about three of them before I came in. One of them said, I didn't know how we were going to pay for this. It was one of our larger bills. My wife got ill. We couldn't pay. I had to take care of her. I lost my income, and we didn't know how we were going to get out of this. And when I opened this letter, I thought I was going to find another bill. What the heck was I going to be able to do? Was I going to be able to some... He said, through some trickery or or not getting a prescription or not doing something, would I be able to do it? And he said, and this was one of the larger bills that we had, and we're so grateful. So I get calls like that all the time, and I I get emails. And, you know, the, the reality is that these are good people out there. They are. And then they have a big medical bill. They want the best care. They go to the hospital, and then they get this enormous bill for 50000 or 40000 or $20,000 or more, right? And they don't know what to do. And it's not like they're trying to get away from paying it. It's no. that, that they just don't know how they're going to pay it. And then you come along. What a wonderful thing oh, you God. do. Thank God for it. I mean, we're so grateful. I mean, if it wasn't for the donors, we wouldn't be able to do this. I mean, people are so selfless. Well, tell us about some of the other people you've helped. Oh, you know, one of the biggest groups of people age-wise that have bad debt on their credit report is 26-year-olds. It's the most the most medical debt of any age. 26 years old. They're not supposed to get sick. No, they're not supposed to get sick. Well, that's, they should get insurance. But let's just say, a lot of them didn't have insurance. That's one of the big, big things. You just go off your parents' health plan. Uh, that's a big time right then. And they're not prepared. And then something happens. Well, we got a letter with a picture of this young lady, this 26-year-old single mother with her two kids, smiling on this letter. And, and she just said, God bless you. We were so distraught about the credit report that we had. We had two bad marks on our credit report, and now they're gone. Because every time we abolish a debt, we remove it from the credit well, report. That's amazing. You know, you were um, worked for a collection agency yes. for a for lot of 30 years. 30 years. And now you're kind of flipped, and you are getting debt forgiven. 
debt collector now, to debt me, forgiver. Is there, yeah, is there a little different feeling for you in this? Oh, sure. I mean, I'll tell you, when you make 150 to 200 calls to people that really can't afford to pay, it's very draining not only on you, but it is on the people too. You just want to go home. <laughs> you don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> now I can't wait to get to work. I mean, it is amazing the amount of work. My wife thinks I'm crazy how much work we do. You mean how long you work? How or? much time we work, yeah. I know your work ethic is, is renowned. Well, my work ethic is renowned, and our people are just unbelievable. They just keep going. So what have you learned about the human experience with this whole story? I learned that there is tremendous resiliency, resiliency amongst the people that are in trouble. They have a strong faith. They've lost a little faith in their fellow man, but when they get a gift of medical debt being abolished and they know that it came from a donor, they say that it renews their hope in people, that other people care about other people because people call me sometimes and say, well, can you forgive my debt? Guys, this is not about forgiving your debt. This is about forgiving your neighbor's debt. Eventually, maybe it might be yours if we get this to be big enough. We could actually make all the medical debt, regardless of whether it's a single payer or it's a commercial plan, we could make all the medical debt not have a hardship to it or a stigma or people feel like they feel terrible about this. It's just, it's, it, it's hurting their psyche and we got to stop that. We got to stop the hurt. If we're not going to stop the cost, which are, you know, the GDP, we're talking about 18% of our GDP maybe 10% more than any other country in the world with us how much we pay for healthcare. Well, we have to stop the stigma and the hardship. People are losing their home, getting second jobs. 15 million people a year go insolvent. That's worse than going bankrupt because they still have to pay that. And then along comes RIP Medical Debt. RIP Medical Debt. And it's a funny name because... Yeah, I, it's I, a funny RIP. It, it relates to RIP? us. What is RIP? Well, I read this. I should be RIP or should be RIP medical debt. Well, millennials and my sons, I have five sons, they call it RIP medical debt. Uh, People like us, 50 and over, they call it RIP, rest in peace medical debt. Uh, so uh, it's, is that what it means? <laughs> uh, we'll I like it, your son's We have a debt cemetery. That's what it is. We put it into the debt cemetery. That's where it goes, its final resting place. That's where we came up with the name from. I just salute you so much, Craig, for what you're doing. Thanks. Craig, I've never done this before on this show. I'm going to contribute personally oh my gosh. to rip medical debt. I'll Thank tell you, you that right now. Thank you. Thank you very much. Craig, thanks for all you do. You are so welcome. I know that around 60,000 Americans are having an easier time because of you, and hopefully it'll be a lot larger. I've been speaking with Craig Antico co-founder and CEO of RIP Medical Debt. To find out more, visit us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash American Voices with Senator Bill Bradley. La, 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 la.